I'm Eleni. And hi, I'm Aiden. Welcome to the Inside of Grace. Oh yeah. Welcome everybody to the Inside of Grace. Yeah, welcome. Okay, so do you want to start us off with our fun fact? Yeah, so the fun fact for today is Dr. Miranda Bailey was originally supposed to be played by a short, white, blonde woman, but now I feel like we couldn't even imagine her as someone else. Yeah, I know. She's just such a character, I have to say. Alright, so this first episode is called A Hard Day's Work, and it is written by Shonda Rhimes and directed by Peter Horton. And the synopsis is Meredith Gray starts her first day as an intern at Seattle Gray's Hospital. Yeah. That's, you know, the baseline of it. Ever. What she, what was, she was wearing. wearing. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Okay. So they all have the Nazi. They meet the Nazi. And it's kind of ironic, you know? Yeah. Like, she's this small... Small petite woman. Small petite women at woman, and they expected it to be you know a big, you know broad man you know that's yeah. like all for authority. But she's actually this little woman that is so strict and like yeah. you know, don't bother me. You you can't do that. You know yeah. I'm not gonna let you. I'm gonna fire you. She's very yeah. hardcore. When they first meet Dr. Miranda Bailey, or the Nazi, as they call her in the show, uh, she says, I have five rules. Memorize them. The first rule is, don't bother sucking up. I already hate you. That's not going to change. Um, the second one is, nurses will pay you. You answer every page at a run. A run. That's rule number two. Now, rule number three is your first shift starts now and lasts 48 hours. Your interns grunt nobodies. Uh, bottom of the surgical food chain. You run labs, write orders, work every second night until you drop and don't complain. On call rooms, um, attending tog them. Sleep when you can, where you can. Which brings me to rule number three. I'm sleeping. If I'm sleeping, don't wake me. Unless your patient is actually dying. Yeah, and then rule number four is the dying patient better not be dead when I get there. And rule number five is when I move, you move. Yeah, and at, it's like an iconic scene because when she says when I when I move, you move, um, she, her pages her pager gets paged and she starts running. Right, and um, yeah. So we basically just kind of we read that off a note card. Don't worry, we didn't memorize that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. We can't memorize that. I mean, I guess we could, but you know, there's so much more to memorize that we need to memorize. So yeah. All right, continuing. So the next thing that happened is Katie Bryce is a new patient at the hospital that comes in from actually a helicopter. She right. gets transported. So she this she's like this annoying, cocky little teenage girl. She's not little. She's like 15, probably. Uh, yeah, 15, 16, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't remember. They probably said it when they brought her in, but, um, yeah, she's very, um, you know, like, me, 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 me. Yeah. So, she is a rhythmic gymnast. Which is basically, I think, what you do. Like, it's gymnastics, but you have a ribbon in your hand. Oh, okay. And you, like, make shapes out of it. It's actually kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Like, at the, like, the uh, marching parades. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I always know. see those people. I'm like, ooh, Or you, that? like, throw the stick up in the air, that thing. I don't know. If oh, wait, is that? I mean, I guess. No, that's Batuan. I don't know. Batuan. I don't know any of this don't stuff. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, um, Katie Bryce is all for her pageant. So, she fell. And for some reason, I'm she's having seizures, grand mal seizures. Yeah, and none of the medications are working to help stop the thing, the seizures. Yes. So, this is Meredith Gray's patient. Izzy is assigned another job called rectal rectal exams. I thought this was really hilarious. I'm not going to explain what rectal exams are. You can look that up on your (laughs) own. (laughs) But it is funny, and, you know, they kind of, if you watch the show, they'll give you, like, an image, and you kind of get a feel. They basically kind of um, look at your rectum just to make sure everything's going. Yeah. Good. Anyway, moving on moving from that. On. Um, so, basically, and then Burke, basically what happens next is Burke and O'Malley meet, so George meet. Right, and Burke is a cardiothoracic attending, which is, cardio, a cardiothoracic is, is the heart and the lungs. Right, so they kind of, they're surgeons, obviously, and he is an attending. So... You get the news that an attending picks an intern to do a surgery, okay? And Dr. Burke will be the one picking the attending. The picking I the mean, intern. intern. <laughs> He's the attending picking yeah. the intern, by the way. This is a big deal because you don't start, um, you don't, you're not able to do solo surgeries until, like, yeah. I think you're, like, once you're in a re- resident, but it's like your fifth year of residency. Yeah, it's like you're like it's a, it's a big big deal, especially yeah. for an intern to do it. And on your first day of an intern, right? So, um, Burke and O'Malley kind of you know meet each other, and it's kind of funny because O'Malley kind of gives some O'Malley sass, you know, yeah, to Burke, and you know, I just thought you know then so then now O'Malley thinks Burke doesn't like him because. George, you will learn, talks, and it gets awkward when he talks. He doesn't mean it in, like, a specific way, but it does get awkward, and, you know, it's all, you know, weird. So. Yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't think he's going to get picked or anything. Then they introduce, so they're at the lunch table after that, and everyone except Meredith Gray is there, probably because Meredith Gray is, you know. Uh, Meredith Gray is actually getting lunch. Oh, yeah, okay, so she's getting getting lunch, okay. So then they introduce um, Meredith's mom, Ellis Gray. Yeah, well, they don't show her. They're just they start talking about Ellis right. Gray, which Ellis Gray in the show was a like world renowned, basically, uh, general surgeon. So basically, by the way, a general surgeon is like in your abdominal region. Can't ever say a- that word. Abdominal. Yeah. <laughs> so like your stomach. They do, like, all the other organs, like, below the lungs. Not all of them, but, like, in the tummy area. Like, the liver. The liver, the appendix, the... Right. No, the appendix. The appendix is general. Yes, it is. It is. Yes. So why is Burke doing an appendix surgery? Anyways, appendix is probably a very simple procedure. Because it's a very simple procedure. Yeah, I guess. So... But. intestines, you know, all that. So they do, like, more than one organ. But yeah, her mom was a world-famous um, surgeon known for the Gray Method. That she created. Yeah, we will learn about this later. And she has won two Harper Averys, which you will also learn about later. So I can't imagine, like, you want to be a surgeon, right? And your mom is this big... Big wig surgeon, yeah. basically. 
and, and that's what they're kind of talking about. Like, she was lucky to get into this program. Right. But she probably got into it because of her mother's name. And what if it wasn't her mother's name? Which I'm pretty, like, I don't know if it was or not, but I'm pretty sure she got in because she was really smart. But yeah. what if it was her mother's name that got her in? I would feel incredibly bad because everyone would be making assumptions, you know? Yeah. That, you know, oh, you know, you got in only because of your mom. Yeah, your mom not because even. of your, like, education or right. whatever. Or your brain, like, yeah. yeah. So then, after that, Dr. Burke comes to the table and chooses George O'Malley as to do the solar surgery. And Burke says that O'Malley shows promise, and he quote, and I quote, he is my guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he already yeah. knows. Yeah, he already knows that he's going to be the guy. The guy that gave him sass. Someone gave me sass, I'd be like, oh, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, you're not coming here. No, uh. And later on, Dr. Miranda Bailey actually ends up saying um, to Burke about, like, how Burke always picks the wrong people. Okay, yeah, so Meredith finds out that Derek works as a neurosurgeon attending. And this is an important scene, even though it's such a small scene. Um, We find out that she's mortified about this. She's like, great, now I'm carrying this guy. Like, I was with this guy last night, and I told embarrassing things, and we, you know, you know, it was like, you know, it's like how you don't want to mix work and, like, friends together. Kind of like that. And some people enjoy it. Your life and your home life. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that was basically, she's mortified, and he's like, why? Like, you know, I want to become something, you know? He likes her, and you can tell, like, there are signs, and let's just mention, his name is McDreamy, and this is iconic. Well, his name's technically Derek Shepard, but all the interns call him McDreamy. McDreamy, because he is so dreamy. Dreamy. I don't know where Mick, the, like, um, beginning Mick came from. Like, in the show. Like, you know, like, I don't know, like, like, there's just, like, it's kind of like a Mick. Like, it's kind of just always been there, like, McDonald's. <laughs> I just, I just thought of McDonald's. I know, that's what um, I always think of whenever they mention McDreamy. McDreamy McDonald's. They should, like, have a little sponsor at McDonald's. <laughs> hear that, McDonald's? You hear that? <laughs> Anyways, so... Um, Derek is calling McDreamy, and it's actually funny, because he is portrayed as this, as this really handsome guy, when in movies in the past that Patrick Dempsey, who plays Derek Shepard, is yeah. in, he has been a nerd in, I believe, most of them. So, yeah, I don't actually know. She told me that. I did. I yeah, this else. is just a fact that I just knew. I heard it somewhere, and I was like, oh, okay. I see that, because I've seen a couple of his movies. So, um, then we go on to the surgery. George (laughs) O'Malley's solo surgery. Yeah, so they're actually all in the beginning. They're in the observing room. Yeah, like the gallery. The gallery. That's what it's called. I couldn't think of the name. (laughs) Um, so they're all in the gallery, uh, watching George O'Malley perform the surgery. Uh, the solo surgery of just removing the appendix, basically. An apodectomy. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't say that word, so I'm just not even gonna try. Anyway, so I don't even know that uh, that's how you they're all it. <laughs> they're all making bets up in the gallery, saying like, "Bet you this much, bet you fifty bucks, bet you twenty five dollars, whatever." Bet of, you like, this, he's not hold, gonna get through it. Yeah, he'll bet fail it. He'll 
clip of something, whatever. Um, but Meredith stands up for him and says, bet you 50 bucks that he'll make it through every, like, make it through the surgery. And she says, guys, that's one of us down there. Like, have some respect. I mean, she's right. I mean, she has a lot of hope right there. I'm just saying. Yeah. A lot of hope. And I just, I can't believe it. You know, that's going to be a big thing. They're... Those interns are going to be around for a while, and it's their family, and you're yeah. going to see that start to form. Mm-hmm. All right, so should we take a break? Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll leave you in a little bit of suspense, okay? Yeah, and then when we come back, we will talk about what happens in the, the surgery. surgery. <laughs> okay, so we start the surgery. Oh, by the way, hi. Again. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Yeah, I don't want to get into it, you know? Yeah. Okay, so we start the surgery, right? And so George is, you know, nervous. He must be under a lot of pressure, especially since all the other interns are watching him. Yes. He kind of represents them, so if he messes up, it's a big deal. And they're all actually, well, like, cheering. Not really cheering. They're kind of, like, sarcastically cheering. Yeah. Like, oh. Um, in the gallery, and then Burks is like, no, cut it out. Yeah, exactly. You know, because it's distracting him. Yeah, I I just. We don't need a dead patient. You know, honestly, if he was doing soul surgery, I swear I would want to. If I was doing it, sorry, I would not want, you know, people. Yeah, I would say nobody in the gallery. Yeah, no one, just because it's my first time, so. Anyway, so he, really, it's a success when he takes the appendix out. Um, Burke is by his shoulder the whole time, just watching, making sure everything's going good. Yeah, but, watching over his so- shoulder, just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, but it goes well, but then, then what happens? So, basically... Sorry, I was leaving it for, like, a little suspense, but <laughs> I had no one caught my drift, so... <laughs> and then, so, basically... Actually, you explain this, because you explain it better. Right, so... George O'Malley, you know, takes the appendix out really successfully. It was yes. success. Everyone's like, oh yeah, my gosh, he was able to get it. out the appendix. Right, so many, he got the main part of it done. Yeah, many people lost the bet because he did not you know, failed that part. But then, as he's, Burke's like, okay, close now. Now we're going to, like, close it all up and everything. And George O'Malley, I believe, rips the circum. Sectum. Sectum. Don't even know if that's how you, sectum. like, say it positively. Sectum. Okay, it's a sectum. Sect- I, I no. wrote it. Sectum. It has a T in there. Don't so don't take our word for this. Don't take our word, but I have a bullet point that says secum. I, you know. It's septum, not secum. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> think there's any part of your body that's called a secum. I think it's called the sectum. Secum. That's such a weird word. Okay, anyway, moving on. So he fails at that part, and Burke pushes him aside and says, okay, I got it from here. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, up in the gallery, meanwhile, of course... Yeah. everybody's calling him 007, which, who? if you don't know, that means license to guilt. Right, but a foreshadowing is going to happen here. Well, it already happened. Karev was the one, Alex Karev, one of the interns, was the one to introduce, oh, he's 007. Yeah. And that is foreshadowing because Alex and George are going to be frenemies, like enemies and friends, but like frenemies, you Yeah. Know? They're never going to be completely like friends, friends, but ne- never like enemies, enemies. It's just in the middle. They're very... Yeah. Different people, they just do not, you know, click that much. Yeah. 
Right, so as you go on, um, we find out in the gallery that Christina was first in her class of Stanford. Yes, she was first in her class, which is a very big deal. Very big. Number one, it's Stanford that she's, you know, going Mm -hmm. in. And first in her class. So you can tell that she is really, really smart. Yes, a very smart person. And Eleni brought this up, but none of these um, interns come from, like, a perfect family. Yeah, none of them do. So Izzy actually, um, so, yeah, we'll start with Izzy. Izzy um, came from a trailer park uh, when she was younger. That's where she lives. So, obviously, she didn't have a lot of money growing up. Right. And then- um, Alex Krev was in and out of foster care mm-hmm. all the time. And you'll we'll talk about this more as we go on. You'll figure it out more. But Yeah. Um, Christina Yang uh, watched her father pass away right in front of her eyes because they got in a car accident when she was younger. Right. Um, and, and her again- mom is very traditional. Yeah, very traditional woman. Yeah, like, yeah, you should marry someone. Yeah. Do this. When are you going to get married? Yeah. When are you going to get married? Okay, continuing. Um, Meredith Grey, um, her mother was obviously a surgeon. Her father left her as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and her but mother wait, was, like, you know a cold-hearted surgeon. Right, she's cold-hearted. She never told Meredith how proud or anything. She never yeah. expressed that. Meredith was always a disappointment. And there's something else that you will find out later in this episode that we're going to just keep in suspense. Yeah. That you're going to figure out about her mom. Yeah. All right. Um, and also, well, George, I feel like, was the only one that didn't have a weird life. Yeah, actually, Not you're right. Not weird, but you know the what The only is. thing that George had, actually, was that he lived in this family, right, of two other brothers. Oh, yeah. And he was always seen as, like, the little guy, and he was always treated like a kid. Not like yeah. a kid, but like, oh, you can't do this, you know? Yeah. You need help. Like, he wasn't, like, manly enough manly. for the other boys. He wasn't masculine in their family, and, Because you know. his dad and his two other brothers were all into hunting, and, you know, right. all and that stuff. Right, and he was not. He was into... He, he was gentle. He yeah, was a he, healer. A healer. A healer. Actually, Eleni had a couple of quotes that she put on her post-its on her wall, but... You know, they're not here anymore, but it's okay. So, um, Katie pages 911 to Meredith Gray. So, yes. they have pagers. She, Meredith Gray gets page 911 for no absolute reason. Yes, just because she's bored and her head is full. And Meredith Gray says, you know what that's called? It's called thinking. Yeah, it's called thinking. thinking. Yeah, so then... Okay, there comes another comedy piece, okay? Izzy, I think she was done her exams or had needed an an examination with Bailey. Yeah, she needed Bailey to overlook something and... Oh, because she had to start a central line. Right. But she didn't know how to do one. Right, so Bailey is sleeping. And what was one of the rules? Don't wake me if I'm sleeping. Unless if a patient is dying, and he better not be there, or he better not be dead when I get there. Classic Izzy. I mean, I feel bad, actually. Like, how, like, what are you supposed to do if you don't know a central line? Yeah. Ask someone else? I guess you could ask someone else, right? Yeah, but she did right. actually ask one of the nurses, because I don't know if nurses can pr- do those also, but yeah. and she asked, like, hey, is there another attending even that can do this? Yeah. Um, and he said no, because she's the on-call attending. Right. And Bailey's like, next time this happens, you're out, you know? I'm like, she's like, great. Like, 
So yeah, we know that Bailey is hardcore. So the next scene basically talks about um, Alex, Dr. Alex Karev, basically insults Dr. Meredith Grey by calling her a nurse. Yeah, he's being really rude. Yeah, and that's... He's going to get better later on, but yeah, overall, you know, right now, he's this really rude person, and... He's a jerk, as I call him. Yeah, yeah, he was really a real, you know, something-something. So, so, um, basically, yeah, so she was insulted by that, and she's like, gosh. And then, keep in mind that, um, he was treating this patient, and... He said that she has symptoms for pneumonia. Uh, for pneumonia. Yeah, pneumonia. And then Meredith's I, like, I think after a post-op procedure, I forget right. what the exact like procedure she had, but. And Meredith was like, "Are you sure?" And then he's like, "Yeah, I'm sure, nurse." And then that's when he insulted her. So yeah, because it's not always pneumonia. Right. So she kind of had a feeling there. Okay. So then, um, Meredith. She's paged again because Kate is having seizures. Katie, not Kate. Katie. Sorry, I wrote down Kate. I just, immediately to my mind, she was Kate. So, I already nicknamed her. Okay. So, Katie has seizures and, um, um, what was She has grandma seizures. So, basically, Dr. Shepard, which is the head of neurosurgeon. That's the name, um, grandma. I was like, uh, yeah. He could not figure out what was happening, so he basically decided to do something that he has never done before, which is ask interns for help. So basically, he gave every intern their own chart, and then whoever could figure out what was wrong with her, um, like what was causing those grand mal seizures, were, was able to scrub in. So Christina and Meredith. Uh, team up together and Meredith says you know what I don't really want to spend any more time than I have to with him so if we get it then you can go in right okay so George O'Malley promises one of the patients that he is going to make sure it comes out okay because surgery is a scary thing and you will learn that there are so many risks risks to surgery so yeah even with the simplest procedures exactly even with yeah. So, we move on to Katie Bryce has mystery itching, I'm sorry, mystery ticking clock. She's a mystery, basically. She's a mystery. She's a ticking clock, ticking is what clock. she was trying to say. <laughs> Sometimes the words don't come out right. You're saying it too glitchy, so you can understand. Right. So, doctors kind of are like detectives, okay? They have to do scans and kind of research things to figure out what they have. They have to gain clues. So, Derek decides that he is going, whoever figures out what is wrong with her. Yeah, the interns, by the way. Or any, like, clues that that are really going to get you to what's, like, right with her, wrong with her. Yeah. Then they will assist, scrub in on uh, the advanced procedure, which is, again, another, they love... Surgery is kind of like their thing. They love surgery. Yeah, it gives them a high. Especially when it's so advanced. So, Meredith and Christina Christina, decide to work together. together. Right. Because, not Christina... Meredith says, you know what, I if we get the surgery, um, if we find the answer, I don't want it, you can have it, I don't want to spend any more time than I have to with him, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. Right, so because it was hand, 
She said you could have it. Right. So, before that, I forgot to mention this. While Derek was saying that in, like, the room where he's like, you guys can work together and whoever finds it, you know, the, gets to scrub in. Bailey had the, tr- on the table, right? Oh, yeah. Do you want to explain it? So, basically, he's talking about it and then the, like, thing moves and he says, you know, m- uh, Dr. Bailey will put the charts on, hand out the charts. She says, hand out the charts. And then... The charts still aren't on the table. And then they switch quickly. Dr. Miranda Bailey, you don't see move at all. And you don't yeah. see her holding the charts at all. And then the charts, like, appear on the table. Is that a so, mistake? Yeah, I guess it is. I guess or it's a was. mistake. <laughs> um, so, anyways. Yeah, so uh, Meredith and Christina are working together. This is where they really are going to become friends, Okay. They met, they bonded, but this is where they really, like, start telling each other. They are known as the Dark and Twisty Sisters. Yes. Dark and Twisty. And so, they figure it out, okay? Because Meredith starts telling Christina why she doesn't want to scrub in, because her and Derek met before at a bar, and, you know, she didn't want to be working with someone she was hanging out with at a bar, you know? Yeah. And, you know... That was part of her personal life, and she just didn't want to get She just didn't want it. Right. And so, Christina and her were talking about it, and then they come up with this revelation. Meredith figured out the revelation. Yeah, um, and aneurysm. Right. That was microscopic, so it wouldn't show up on the MRI or the PET scan or any scans, basically. And an aneurysm, by the way, is kind of a balloon-like bulge in the body, so it can be, if it's... They do occur in the brain. Yes, they. I think they mostly occur. Yeah, that's. Brain, right? I believe that's where they mostly. They're most occur. common in the. Brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't. It's not the only place. But where they this can be found. is a like a. But this is an important, more advanced aneurysm. And the reason they figure it out is because Katie Brace, like a month before or whatever, um, she sprained her ankle. Mm-hmm. So it was such a minor fall. She could have lived her entire life not even worrying about the aneurysm in her brain. Or. Unless she felt so perfect that it's one in a million, they say, that she fell in the perfect spot and it popped. It got punctured. It, yeah, it created a balloon, like a balloon kind of bubble. And, and the bubble if got she, popped. If she were to go back to her rhythmic gymnast, gymnastics, or a pageant, and if she fell again, she could rupture or dissect that aneurysm, and, you know, that could lead to major risks, even death. Well, it already did rupture. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the whole reason she's having seizures. Okay, never mind. (laughs) I thought I was all (laughs) science-y. Anyway, so now they have to go in and remove... That and basically, it's like a brain bleed almost, so they have to right. fix the brain bleed. So they figure this out. Derek believes um, that Meredith, Meredith should scrub in, and they have this whole talk. She's like, I shouldn't scrub in, you know, it's gonna think that you're like, people are gonna think that you're favoriting, you can't favorite me, or yeah. you can't be biased about this. And Derek's like, Well, you know, I'm not being biased. What if you're just an incredible surgeon? Yeah. Or in training, and then that is also important because he, throughout the seasons, will always believe in her. Um, so yeah. So, Meredith and Christina's first fight. Now, this is a, 
a small fight. Yeah, it's like a smaller fight. Right, but it's still kind of there. So, do you want to explain why there it's a fight? Yeah, so they got into a fight because Derek basically chooses Meredith to do it. And at first, remember, Meredith said, you know, Christina, you can have it if we figure this out. Mm-hmm. But then... And so instead of Meredith saying, no, it's I don't want it, choose do let Christina scrub in on the surgery, she says nothing and just kind of goes along with it and actually yeah. ends up going into the surgery. Because after all, once Derek said, you know, you know, I'm not choosing you because you're biased, you're just, I'm because I'm biased, I'm choosing you because you're smart. Yeah. She's like, okay, so now I really want to be on it. So Christina was kind of mad about this, and I guess she has a right to be mad. I yeah. mean, she, you know, Mary's like, let her get her hopes up, but then, you know, kind of crushed it. But at the same time... Meredith was the one to figure it out. Yeah, she was. But Christina also helped her. So this is kind of like, I don't know who signed him on for this one. It's like a sweet and salty thing. Sweet and salty. Sweet and salty. Sweet and salty. Bittersweet is actually. Yeah, bittersweet. bittersweet. Yeah, it's okay. Um, Sweet and salty also works. Yeah, so then, guess what? What? I think this was before it, but. George O'Malley's patient that he promised, like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, he promised that the wife died. Um, yeah, so the patient actually dies. The he the patient couldn't come off of bypass. There was too much damage to the heart. So then, Dr. Burke says, well, now you're the one. You say you never promise a patient, especially because you weren't even the one performing yeah. it, the surgery. Even in reality, you're not supposed to ever promise a no, patient. you're never supposed to. So then Dr. Burke says, well, now you're the one that has to go tell the wife that she's now a widow. Oh, yeah. And this is the first death of all the seasons. The first yeah. death. There's going to be, like, a lot. Like, one yes. every episode almost. Probably every episode, you know. That sounds horrible to say. But... Yeah, but that is the first one, right? Yes. It's so sad, you know, the deaths are just, they get you so attached to characters. Um, Derek believes um, Meredith saves, saved Katie Bryce's life since Meredith caught what was going on. Yeah. And then outside, George O'Malley is sitting there. He just lost a patient. You know, it was all his fault. And then, you know, he promised the patient that he was going to be alive. And the patient died. So then yeah. Meredith and him had were talking um, and, you know, kind of working through that. Weber gets mad at Karev because Meredith proved to be smarter than Karev because... Because the five... I think it's the five W's for, like, post-op infections, basically. Right. I think it's, like, walking... So I can't remember them all. But yeah. there's five different ones, I'm pretty sure. And um, she says, like, it's not pneumonia. It's... Uh, something else because of all of the symptoms this lady shows. So, yeah. And, and then Karev kind of gets mad at her for kind of showing him up. Right. And then we figure out something that you will learn about later. Chief Weber um, says that Meredith looks like a spitting image of her mother. Yeah. Yes. Chief Weber knew... Alice uh, Gray. In more ways than one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um... Because I think Alice Gray also worked at Seattle Grace, right? Yes, she did. Right. For her, I think, for her, re- not a residency. Yeah. For her attending. When she was an attending, she worked I there, know, I'm pretty I thought, sure. I thought she was an Maybe for her residency. No, ma- yeah, she was. Intern residency and then attending. Right. Whatever. And then, do you want to say Derek's favorite quote? To be or- to- oh. 
least two of them. It's a beautiful day to save lives, or it's a beautiful night to save lives, depending on the time of day. And I have a thing for fairy boats. I have a thing? Yeah. Those are both, those are both them. The so, two, like, main things, yeah. I feel like, from Derek Shepard. As you go on in the seasons, you will see that the scrub cats, his, his scrub cap, because if you look at all the scrub caps of yeah. the attendants, you will kind of see it based on their personality. Yeah. Well, usually, since Derek has a thing for fairy boats, he would have a fairy boat. Fairy boat, boat scrub cap. And they're, in the later scene, the one becomes more iconic, and it's always that one. But. Mm-hmm. So yeah, his feather, her, his scrub cap in this first episode was a feather scrub cap. Yes. And then Marys and Christina make up. They their first day is done. The interns yes. are all kind friends, of yeah friends. Basically. But then the last scene, um, um, is Meredith visits Ellis, her mother, in a nursing home. Yeah. But we don't actually know exactly why she's visiting her. Right, it's more like in a we get the hint. Yeah, that we're not gonna say anything about it. We should say something about it, shall we? No. Do you guys wanna know? I don't know. Come we'll, back. Yeah, we'll come back to this topic, but we get a hint of something that the mother has and why she's not a surgeon. So she is alive. Yes. Right. All right. Alright guys, so that was the first episode of the Inside, Inside of Grace episode one. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, comment if we missed anything, you know, because we probably did. We probably yeah. have anything, okay? Well, thank you for stopping by. Thank yeah. you. Alright, see you next, next time. Episode. Alright, bye. Bye.